Gail and Matt here. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch us, search YouTube for Yale Matt Recap Stuff. Enjoy the show. Beep, beep, Bridgie. Welcome to Yale and Matt Recap Stuff. If you're and watching the socks. video version, Yale has it socks. Yes. Which is very appropriate because today we watched Not It. Scream 4. <laughs> not it. Yes. Not, not it. Not it. Scream 4. We watched this in two parts. I think we started watching it at 2 in the morning after the Red yeah. Sox won the World Series. Yay! For the ninth time. And it, uh, so we, you know, it, it's been a long, tired, took us all day to watch half of a movie. But I had to upload everything for, like, what movie? And that's your behind-the-scenes look into yeah. our podcast. Yeah. It doesn't just go up magically. Because Yale Someone, is working Yale, very hard. tech agent of the podcast has to do <laughs> the everything of that yeah. podcast. Yeah, but... I like some Instagram pictures and hashtag things sometimes. Oh my god. And then so, people blocking us. I really like the movie, first of all. Sometimes it doesn't come across when we're talking about it. We're just so into recapping. We don't let our personal feelings be known. But this is a movie that I... It's worth watching. I haven't seen the original three Screams. I might not have seen the Scream 3 ever. I can't really remember. Uh, I saw you the first two it. in theaters. It's a, a remem- it's a, like it, if memorable. you watch it, yeah, memorable. Okay. Yeah, it's like in a, in a Hollywood scenes that they're shooting stab something, and then Sydney is going to see the set. Okay. God knows why. Okay, so maybe I have seen it. Maybe yeah, it's like, it's like it was in every channel at some point. I think it was on every channel at some point. In so Israel. Maybe, maybe I watched it on the Home Cooking Network. Yeah, in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> Just shakshuka. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it, obviously we spoil everything, what we're talking about. I don't really want to spoil the beginning because I feel like it's a very clever meta thing. And like all the I others... I have to say, before we start, the movie is so good. I still don't know how to like do that on the premiere. Like to monitor me. To s- like... When you say like okay, something. stop making annoying sounds. <laughs> I think that's why we, we learned that last time. Uh, okay. So anyway, I mean, like all the screen movies, it starts off with a murder, and then the rest of the movie doesn't really tie into that. I mean, maybe characters mention it a little bit in the beginning because it happened in their town of Hillsboro. So let's just start over to the after the titles. It starts off with Nev Campbell reprising her role. She's still alive, and she still looks twenty. I don't think she's... Not 20, 25. She looks amazing for her age. Yeah. I don't know how old is she, she but it feels like... She looks like she's in her 30s. But, um, Sydney... But it's been like 20 years since her, she did that. Her character, Sydney, arrives in, uh... I mean, the first one came out in 1996. This came out in 2011. I thought that it came out so long time ago. So long time so ago. So longer time. I don't know, like, in the, in the early 2000 or, like, 2005, six ish but, to, but it's longer than that. 2011, it was surprising. Oh, this movie? Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. All right. Yeah. Um, so, Sydney arrives in town of Hillsborough. She's touring behind her book, 
It happens to be on the anniversary of the Hillsborough Massacre. And someone, I don't think it's an official thing, but they've decorated lampposts with the... I don't even call it. Do you just call it the mask? The scream yeah. mask killer? The scream mask. Okay. So, oh, the scream face. Yeah. They really call it the scream face. Oh, they call No, in Israel they call it the scream mask. Alright, well, the face is decorating the lamp post. Kind of gives her an unnerving feeling. She goes to the book signing where she is met by... I think it's her agent. I thought it was someone that worked at the bookstore who's very excited to show the display of all her books that she'll be signing. And then we see some of the old characters, like other old characters, like Dewey, who was a bumbling deputy back then, David Arquette, and he's now with the sheriff. And he wakes up next to his wife, Gail. Still very goofy. Who would become his real-life wife. Although, I don't know if... I think they probably were divorced by oh, the time yeah, this came that, out. That's what I was wondering, if they were still together in the... Courtney in Cox. 2011. Yeah. I think they were still together. Maybe. So he leaves the house, she's sleeping, and then uh, a car speeds by, driven by Kirby, a blonde girl who is uh, off to pick up her two friends, girl number one and girl number two. Uh, we later learn their names are Jill and Olivia, I believe. So she goes to pick them up, their car pulling to school, it's, it's a positive step for the environment. What did I write here? It's such a good what? It's such a good class. No. Classic? Classic, maybe. Okay. Good. I good contribution. I still, I if you don't know barely... what you wrote, it probably doesn't have uh, <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay, so... She... I injured my hand, I got in that car. So Kirby... It's yeah. hard for me to write. Kirby picks her up, uh, picks up Jill, and... Olivia, we learn that Jill is Sydney's cousin, and they're all, Kirby is a horror fan, the other two are, they know what happened in the town, it was a pretty famous thing that happened there over ten years ago, and um, they're gossiping, talking about how they got a call from Jenny, and uh, Olivia's talking about how there's some girl, some guy stalking her on Facebook. Can I say something? Yes. Because you're just like telling me this story again and I just watched the movie. Okay, yeah, and guess what? This isn't for you. In the beginning, yeah, but maybe they watched the movie too or maybe they want to watch the movie. And okay, we'll, we'll say something besides I can't okay. read my own writing. Go to my room. Uh, it made me feel like I really want to watch scary movie again. The first one. <sighs> Okay. It was one of my favorite movies of all time, especially because I watched <laughs> Scream so many times. Hey. Yeah, sorry. Burping over me. No, I'm yawning. <laughs> and I watched the first Scream so many times. I didn't have cable when I was a kid, and I just owned a few movies, and I had that weird habit to just rewatch every movie that I own. Like, over and over and over and over till I know some of it by heart and Scream was one of them and I got it for free when I went to another movie do you remember the movie that it was like the same directors in the 2000 or something with the wolf it was a terrible movie the directors of scary movie of Scream the director the director of Scream is Wes, Wes Craven so I think he did a movie about a wolf yeah 
I don't it was know. A really bad movie. But if you went to the cinema to watch it, you got a free uh, DVD. And that seems weird. What? That you get a DVD when you go to the movies? Yeah, I was a member of the theater, so I got a lot of really cool things. Also, I got a lot of uh, posters of movies that I wanted. They loved me. I was a kid, and I just spent so much time in the cinema. So, leave it now. I'm looking up oh my God. if Wes Craven was in a, a wolf movie. Uh... Uh, anyway, they're bored now. I'm sorry. They're bored. You're looking at my phone. You so, you're reminiscing about times you watched the movies. So I watched it over and over and over and over again. It was became became like very fast, like one of my favorite movies of all time. And scary movie just made it so much more funnier because I found that movie brilliant when I was a kid. I was like, that's funny. It's like really good. Now Matt is on his phone, so I didn't write every single moment of the movie, so I don't know what happened exactly next. And I can tell you that... I don't see any wolf movie he did. He did My Soul to Take in 2010. Cursed. This one. Cursed. Okay. Interesting. It's a horror comedy. It's it was terrible. Movie. I watched it in the cinema. What year was it? 2005. Yeah. yeah. So that's when I got the Scream on DVD, and I watched it over and over again. I watched it before that with my dad or something. All right, so the girls are gossiping on the way to school. That was the moment of you, and he's always right. There you go. <laughs> All right, so. I'm dancing now. Yeah, good. So they talk about how a guy is internet stalking her and sending her messages like, you're hot, I want to kill you. And then uh, they're getting calls from the phones of the two girls that died in the opening scene that are asking, what's your favorite scary movie? Which was the what the killer asked in the original Scream films. Hold on. In the beginning when it killed the girls, so there was... Um, there was a, one of the girls that killed her. She ran downstairs, right? It was in the beginning. Yeah. So she ran downstairs into the garage. Into the garage, and it reminded me that lady that tried to. That was one of my favorite moments of scary movie. She tried to get into the the cat in the garage. She tried to get in. She tried to like go outside, and it kept like closing the door on her. So she decided to try to go inside of the the cat door. Yeah. To the outside, and she was a little heavy. She wasn't like a thin girl, so it was very funny because you tried to pull her hand and it's obviously that she's not gonna pass like her head in there. So she was like stuck her hand and her head outside and then he just opened the garage door and she was scratched. Like, how do you call it? Pulled up and and that's how she died. So when they just started with like a garage door death, I was like, oh, they did it already. It was cool. What? You're recapping scary movie? No, I'm really. It was in the first scream. Okay. What are you talking about? Right. I thought you were still talking about scary. No, movie. I just liked scary movie because it reminded me of the first one, and it did like a really good job of Officer Dewey. They called him Doofy, and he masturbated into a vacuum cleaner. Okay, let's not <laughs> scary movie. But this is already. I loved it. 
why I'm yawning so much. So Dewey Excuse is, me. is taking down all the decorations that the people put up of the screen mask person on the lamppost. Kind of shaking his head saying one generation's tragedy is the next joke. Uh, he gets called away to see the scene of the crime from the opening. And then uh, we go to the high school. And as soon as the girls get out of the car, Charlie, a guy with long hair, and Robbie, a guy with short hair who has a rigged up video headset on his head because he does a show called Hall Pass starts interviewing the girls about the anniversary did, did of the Did the phone floor. was ringing already? What? In the, the book thing, the signing book when he came with a car Was the phone ringing at the bookstore? Yeah. yeah, in the trunk No, not yet, I haven't okay. got to that point Okay, yet. sorry so, so they go uh, into school, they tell, tell, the girls kind of tell them to fuck off, and then uh, we, we see scorned boyfriend Trevor, and he tries to talk to Jill, Jill doesn't want to talk to him, he broke her heart or something. And, it was uh, the same scene like the first scream, when she closed the locker, the locker door, and he stands there. The yeah. first one, Bobby was standing there while Sydney closed the door. Yeah, basically an uh, overriding theme throughout the film is that remakes were big. A lot of yeah. movies have been remade, especially around the time that this came out. And so this is kind of, because Scream is such a smart movie about horror film cliches, Scream 4 is a really smart remake about remake cliches yeah. and all this stuff and it's it was really good it's written by the same person that wrote the first one too kevin williamson so there are so many moments that it's just like similar but in a good way not that i was like oh come on again it was like really fun yeah, to watch purpose. it again because it's also a classic from the 90s that i loved watching so to watch a different movie in a sequel that is still like use the same fun moments like oh that's cool yeah so, there's a lot of throwbacks to that. So, Gail is watching coverage of the Sydney book signing announcement on TV, and she's jealous. She wants to write a book, but she doesn't have any inspiration. So, she is basically just a reporter with nothing to report on, we learn later, because her, her and Dewey got married, and she... Lost her career, because that's what happens when you get married. She just lives in a small, <laughs> small town. So, the... Uh, Sheriff arrives shortly after uh, Gail goes to Sydney's book signing because he's stor storm stormly stormed stormed arrived he stormed in he stormed in yeah. with the car it was kind of a weird moment that he just like drove with the car almost into the bookstore yeah right up to the front I mean it's a it's a city bookstore on the corner you know. He didn't drive upstairs or anything. <laughs> no. Uh, he basically makes a huge announcement before he even tells Gail what's going on. That they've traced a phone call from a murder to this location. Everyone has to stay put. So he calls the phone number. And then you hear the phone ringing. And... They started to look for the phone. And apparently the phone was ringing really strong because they found it in a car in the trunk. Like a few, like I don't know. Parked right like, outside. Not right outside. They, she's they the author. She had parking. 
I would I wouldn't hear my phone ringing from the other room. Yeah, I'm not sure. Well, these are high-powered 2011, real heavy rings. Yeah. So uh, they go over there. They open up the trunk. It's Sydney's car. There's a knife with blood on it on posters for her book. Uh, we meet Deputy Judy, who kind of likes Dewey and went to school with Sydney, uh, but Sydney doesn't remember her. And she's kind of bitchy to Gail because, you know, they've their work. They're work buddies, and uh, she kind of has a crush on her. She's kind of bitchy to Gail. Tells Gail she can't be a part of this investigation, and this is a police matter. She she's kind of like the annoying blonde character, though. Eh, she's not that blonde, and she's not. She is dumb or anything. She's a. Uh, she's kind of like uh, young, in her. She's Sydney's age. Yeah, but she's acting like a young, annoying person. Like, no, you can't be a la la like. Yeah. But then we learned... But guess what? If you went to the police department and you said you wanted to be a part of an investigation that you have nothing to do with... Yeah, but she didn't, tell, she didn't say that. Okay, but she's going in there where she says, no, she's questioning a, uh, a person involved in a case. Yeah, but the way that she told it to her... All right, take like, her on. side, just because she was on Friends. All right. I love her. She's so pretty. Monica, I miss you. If you see that, please make a, a reunion, friends. For me. Okay. Only for me. Alright, so the sheriff basically do what he tells her. Like, listen, you can't, you can't allow this. He's a sheriff. She wants to go rogue. She's going to do her own investigation and get back on her reporting horse. The three girls from the early morning, Olivia, Jill, and Kirby, they come in to talk about the phone calls that they've received. And then, um... Jill goes upstairs, and guess what? Another... Upstairs? This is the police station. Oh, the police station software. <laughs> so then Rebecca, the, the lady who is running the book signing... <laughs> Sorry. Is, ...is very excited about the press. She's outside talking on the phone. She sees Gail. She gives her a very backhanded compliment about how she embodies the 90s or something. And then, uh, Gail threatens her. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, Dewey gives Sydney 24-hour police protection. They have a heart-to-heart -heart about what they've both been through and how it seems to be happening again, and she can't catch a break. She, then Jill goes upstairs. And guess another, another one of my favorite and most like memorable, memorable uh, scenes of the first scream is when Bobby, the first scream, Bobby is just popping into uh, Sydney's window and she's trying to like get him out of there. My dad is here, like go go away. And that's when her dad just leaves to his business trip before he leaves her alone in the house. But her boyfriend Trevor, Jill's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, is just there in the room. Came from the window and. It, it was fun to watch it again, like, I don't know, it, it didn't feel like, like, pushing or something, it was just great, because Sydney came, and so she was like, ah, huh? what? Uh, Horny teenage bro yeah. boys will find a way to uh, get Have you ever done that? Snuck into a girl's window? Yeah. No. Into a, into a grandma? Stuck into a grandma's window? <laughs> I don't know, like, not a girl, like someone else. Snuck into anyone's window? Yeah. No. Friend? No. Uh, I've snuck into my friend's window with him because we were locked out of his house and we had to climb a ladder and go in through his 
his window, but yeah, was not sneaking into, especially if they had 24-hour police protection outside. So she gives Sydney a very awkward inner. This is Sydney. This is my ex. And then Trevor says, "You're smaller in person," and, then, <laughs> and sneaks back out the window. Nev Campbell has a huge head, though. Okay. She has a big jaw. A jaw. Yeah. Jaw. Right. Jaw. What do you say? Jaw. Jaw. Okay. So he sneaks out the window. Uh, Deputy Judy startles Sydney walking through the house. And she tells her they went to high school together, they were in a school play, Sydney doesn't remember. And then Olivia, who lives next door, comes home. Uh, the cops note her, she's okay. She has a Mini Cooper! And so she calls Jill up on a phone. They don't have a, a string with a can, even though they live right next door. And they're chatting, and then uh, Trevor calls Jill's phone, but it's Scream Mask voice. He says he's in the closet. That was a brilliant, fun scene. Yeah, yeah. This that wasn't good. even close in the first scream. Yeah, it was like, new. what Jill calls, she's just, well, what are you guys doing? And they were watching Shaun of the Dead, a great comedy horror movie. Have you seen uh, that? No, I don't think so. Yeah, so they're, uh, and so the scream mask girl's son is in the closet, and then Kirby comes up, and she's like, okay, I'm going to check, and she opens the door, and... I didn't say I was in your closet. And then you look through the window and you see Olivia is getting stabbed. She was in Olivia's closet, stabbing the shit he out. He just came out of the closet! Beautiful. Yes. Mr. Mess. It was very accepting. So Kirby and Jill watch her get attacked. They're screaming and then Sydney runs in and sees it happen. And then so she runs over to the house next door. She has a, a history dealing with the, the killer, so maybe she could take her on unarmed, like him on unarmed, I guess. Uh, she sees Olivia disemboweled. Uh, she gets a call and then gets attacked. Jill gets out. Sydney fights off the killer. Trevor comes in like a minute later to comfort her. Rebecca, the book agent, finds Sydney. Tries to get her to re-up her book contract on some new deals, and she gets fired. This is at the hospital, when they're there to yeah. get it all taken care of. And then the mask calls Rebecca, threatens her. She goes in the elevator. I thought they are going to do like something. I love elevators. You love and elevator he, murders? Not murder, murders, but I feel, I since forever, I felt like an elevator is such a great uh, location for a horror scene. Like you can stop it, you can like play with it. Those like you, it's stress to stressful to be stuck in an elevator. Have you ever so, been stuck in an elevator? Yeah, I think so. Like once. You think so? Yeah, I think you'd remember. No, I was a kid. We had an elevator in my building. We used and to go stuck to in take it? it. Like yeah. By yourself. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. yeah, and then you just press on the thing, and the, yeah, I, I was. I don't remember like that much, but I, I was because then we tried to open it like that. And then I found out that it's if you're opening the, the doors really hard and it's kind of like finish it so the, the elevator stuck. So it's just creep out creep out honestly. To scare my friends that came over and just stop the, the elevator in the middle. Alright, sorry about it. The elevator doors open. The only the no the only the only uh, thing that I ask for Matt to do sometimes is like just get the camera ready. And he didn't plug it to the to the 
I asked him like to, to plug it also to the electricity because it wasn't charged. Thank you, my love. You're hey, so helpful. It's a woman's job oh to my God. tell me if it's Did you put your fingers in, in your butt? Why did that mean? No, I'm trying to cover your mouth because you you can't do anything except... Anyway, back to my elevator story. Oh so, yeah, it's really good. When we're going to visit my mom, sure. we're going to visit my mom next month. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. It's creepy. So when you just open it, so we used to like get stuck in between floors and you could see that it's super creepy. And basically dangerous now when I'm thinking about it, but it was like... Wait, your mom lives in an apartment? I thought she lived in a house. No, in an apartment. Most people in Israel live in an apartment. But you said you have a garage. Yeah. It's not a garage. Not a garage. We have a... It's... I don't know. A closet? No, it's like downstairs and it's like... A basement? No. Okay. Back to the movie. (laughs) It's like a place that we put a lot of stuff in it. Okay. A storage unit. Storage unit. Okay. Um, you know, there's a horror movie that takes place all in an elevator. Which one? It's called Devil. Mm, no. I didn't see it. Yeah, anyway, so I thought they're gonna do more with the elevator thing. So it stopped for a moment and then it kept going. Yeah, so it goes, they, she goes down to a parking garage. Which is also a very scary location. There's been some good parking garage murders in horror movies. Red Dragon, classic, guy in a wheelchair, also set on fire. Pushed on the ramp. Oh yeah, that's the uh, the book that was before Silence of the Lambs. Manhunter was the name of the movie. So Rebecca, her body, it flat. Okay, so um, it gets she gets stabbed, basically killed by the masked guy, and out front of the hospital. Now Deputy Dewey is having a press conference about how everything is fine and then you see Rebecca's body fly onto the news van that is covering this. No, Gail tries to ask him a question because she's now like, okay, don't want me in the investigation so I'm going to be a reporter and I'm going to report that story. Yeah, she is. So she's coming as, as a reporter and she's like, hey, Dewey, what is the... She doesn't call him sure, she still calls him Dewey. And if he doesn't answer her. He's like, basically. oh, come on. Yeah. He's just like, like I'll tell you at home. Yeah. He didn't say that. Yeah. So the body flies down and... And he goes to her and she's like, Everything is good, huh? Everything is under control. Yeah. I have a lead, you don't, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, I forgot to say like my, my thing before the elevator scene. Ooh. I already guessed uh, and I said, I say a long hair guy is... Part of it is like the murder. That was my favorite part of like scary movies. Trying all to the, guess the uh, screams. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love like all the guessing. We talked about it like in the middle. We're recapping it. People yeah. barely know who the fuck long-haired guy is. Yeah, because it was just the beginning. So, in her investigative reporting, Gail talks to the guy with long hair and the guy that videotapes himself. They're like the presidents of the video club about helping her out and she'll be like a guest in their class and they're not that interested in her like well what about about Sydney she's more famous and you're friends with her you can make it happen so she does it's Gail and Sydney going to the class the cinema film club and they hear the the two guys explanation and pondering of the horror for what's happening in the town and how it's kind of a reboot of what happened earlier. 
and then it's going to change, like they're going to start videotaping themselves. That's the next generation, that's the next step. And then uh, Trevor is in this club, even though it doesn't look like he would run in those circles. And he looks boredly on, and he's brooding. And then he's brooding. He's brooding. I mean, it's like you could tell that he's mad, but he's not doing anything yeah. about it. And then uh, the town is under curfew. Yeah, so basically the movie tried to make you feel like Trevor is the murderer all the time. It like, came right after a murder, like yeah. breathing. It was kind of too obvious, so since the beginning I was like, oh, come on. Like, they're so much smarter than that, the people that made the movie. So it was kind of like, huh, no way. Yeah, but they're not making it, they're making it, this is a, for not just horror nerds, it's, it's, and sometimes it's so obvious that people yes, don't believe but it. Did, but they did a remake for such a good movie, so they're not gonna ruin it. The first movie, I remember the first time they watched it, I was like shocked. I was like, what? How did that happen? It blew my mind. It was like, wow, that's amazing. Blue, not blue. Blued. It's blue. It's Turn your mind blue. Yeah, it's blued my mind. Yeah, it's so. Uh, at the end of the, blow, the class, they talk blown. about how. Blow, blue, blown. Good. So they talk about how they're having a, a stabathon that night. They're going to watch the seven stab movies on the anniversary at a secret location. And uh, they're reluctant to give Gail the address. She's old, she's a narc. <laughs> And then uh, she finds it out on her own, does some digging, and uh, you can tell my handwriting is getting sloppy because it's probably around 4 a.m., but Kirby is lurking around as the first stab movie plays. Uh, she goes to set up a cam- oh, Gail goes to set up a camera, and someone has already set up a camera there. So then we see it's the mask guy. He attacks. He attacks Gail and stabs her up, throws her off of What? He stabs Gail. No, you no, you were dozed off in this moment. That's not what happened. Gail didn't get stabbed. Gail put few cameras in a lot of like places. She was wearing the mask that people would not like see like, oh my god, you're old, what are you doing here? So she was wearing the mask. A lot of people were wearing the mask because it was like kind of like... Yeah, Kirby the, was wearing the mask. Yeah. Ooh. So she was wearing the mask. She put like... She hid some cameras around. And then she went back to the car to her like office where she's going to start like to watch what's going on from the cameras that she set. And then she just started to see someone like covering the cameras that she put one after one after one. And then the fourth one... You can see that the camera is moving and the mask guy is like waving to her. It's like, haha. And okay. that's what happened. Good okay. morning. 4 a.m. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to work. But Gail still gets stabbed. Soon. Yeah, and then she's running back in. She say, she call, she's calling to, to Dewey already. She's like, listen, the, 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 murder, the killer is here. Like, come to this address, blah, blah, blah. And she's running into the house. And then he catch her. And he tries to kill her, and she's falling down, and she's safe. Yeah, she's fucked up. She, and then Dewey comes, and he saves her, and then we went to sleep. And then we watched it the next day. Good morning. Hello. I have, New day. So the detail cops are outside, and they're, and they're talking about the movie cop rule, which we've seen show up many times in the 29 movies that we've been watching prior to this. Especially in Inside, when like the cops show up and get killed and one... You know. Yeah, but they did a very shitty job. 
those cups. Yeah, but this they is They were in professional. But it was a fun little clever thing, and one guy's got to go, and the other says, ah, let me go. And so he goes to check the perimeter, notices that there's a window but open. But he says, when he's leaving, he's like, I'll be right back. And then he's like, oh, you're not supposed to say that, right? So it's a funny thing, a funny joke that came back from the first scream that they said, that never say... Very. I'll be right back. And then Matthew Lillard is going to the kitchen. It's like, I'll be right back. Yes, very self-referential. Yes. And so he goes... But again, like, it's so easy to, to fuck up, like, everything with self-referential. Yeah, I don't like, think the, that they did it that much. I think oh, no, I, I know. I'm saying that it's hard to, like, do that and still, like, stay, like, classic and, and in style. They did it such... They did, like, such a great job with it. It wasn't like too pushy, it wasn't like too much, it was perfect, it was amazing. Yeah. And so the, the cops' names are Haas and Perkins, and Haas goes out on the perimeter check, notices the window's open, he radios to Perkins, Perkins doesn't answer, so he goes back, he sees Perkins' head on the steering wheel, ah, he's just fucking with them, and they laugh, and then, uh, then the masked guy comes and kills Haas and then sticks a knife in the middle of Perkins's head. Yeah, I wrote a note about that. I don't believe that it's that easy to stab someone in the skull, like through the skull. Okay. I know you don't believe it's that easy because we've had this discussion before. I don't know. I've never done it. I've never. I'm gonna ask a doctor. Stab. We're gonna ask a doctor and then like. The knife is sharp enough and has enough force. Something can go through your skull. So people fracture their skulls all the time. This is uh, happened to him. He gets up. He's bleeding. He dies and gets stabbed some more. And then uh, Kate, who is Jill's mom, Sydney's aunt, drops off groceries to the house. She says she'll be right back. The mask guy calls and talks about how uh, he calls Sydney on the house phone. Says she's gonna kill her family. And so she runs upstairs to check on Jill. And she is at Kirby's. She knows that because she looked at her. AOL Instant Messenger account, or whatever movie equivalent of that is. Big time violation of privacy. And so she goes to leave in the, to go to Kirby's house, but the mask guy is there. So they shut the door, and she's with Kate, her aunt. They go to the other door, and the mask guy is there. And so they have to shut it. She tells her, Kate, push it at the bottom so they can shut it. And so she puts her back to it. Push at the bottom, they get it shut, and then Sydney's like, alright, we gotta leave. But Kate can't leave, because she's stuck to the door. What happened? Nothing. Nothing? No, I'm not talking to you. Oh, you're not talking to me? No. Okay, so welcome to Yale, and it doesn't recap. Well, Matt recaps. He said that he put the knife through the mail slot, and it got Kate, the aunt, right in the back. And so she is bleeding out. So Sydney runs away. She's got to go to Kirby's house to save Jill. What? What? You pointed something? No. What? Oh, I'm recapping the movie. People are already seeing it. Yeah. You're angry? Yeah, and every time I'm trying to say something, you're like... No. Bah, 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 bah. No, I did it. I let you yes, say you that do. you're... No, you did your thing. Yes, you're not the doctor, blah, 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 blah. Go recap yourself, I'll recap myself, and I will do that in a bikini. Okay. So I'll get more views. Okay. You don't do that in a bikini. Okay. It'd <laughs> be creepy. Alright, so what did you... What did you want to say? That there's a movie that's stuck in my head that drives me crazy along all the movie, because I thought that it's... 
one of the screams, but I don't think so. We watched the the trailers of the second and the third after that, so I don't think it was them. But there was a Sydney type of character that trying to find a murderer or something. It was in the same like time of life. Maybe it was like one of the screams, but I'm not sure that there's the there the mom is involved. That there was a story about the mother that they tried to like reach the mother and the, the mother had like a guy that tried to kill her. I still I'm sure that it's like part of the of like scream but it, I I don't remember. So if you if it makes sense like that there is a movie that, and I'm not making it up to you, so just write a comment and tell me what movie was that. Because it drives me crazy. Ooh, ooh. I can't help myself. Uh. Find young cannibals. So Deputy Judy arrives out of breath right after this murder has happened to assess the scene and Sydney takes off to go to Kirby's house to find Jill. No, not before she's doing a beautiful scene, just like inside, but less stupid. Because, what, Sydney was like scared and stuff and she was like, oh, and she told her like, Kelly, what was the name of the aunt? Okay. She said Kate got like killed, got stabbed, and she was like, "Show me." So she's she's taking her back to the to the scene where like the body is, and she's like, "Stay here." That's exactly what happened inside. And then she went to turn on the light and but she didn't die. No one died. Yeah. Beside Kate. Kate is definitely dead. Yeah. So uh, Dewey and Gail are at the hospital. There's just a big little check-in there. It seems like Gail will be fine. They go to the after, very low-key after-party at Kirby's house where the two film geeks, Robbie and uh, Charlie, are with Kirby and Jill. And Jill goes upstairs. And who shows up? It's Trevor. Uh, Trevor, uh, Jill didn't go upstairs yet. Trevor shows up because he got a text from Jill's phone, and Jill can't find her phone. And so, uh, Robbie, with the camera on his head, he wanders off to drink outside as Charlie and Kirby flirt over horror movie trivia. Uh, Robbie bumps his head, loses his head camera, puts on backwards, wanders around drunk. I thought they are going to do like something fun with the back camera. He's going to see someone that's coming from the back. Yeah, but, but they, 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 they kind of spun that on its head because you he, he, he think that... Because he has a, it's a live streaming app, so you can look on your phone at what's on his camera. And so he looks at his phone and he doesn't see anything on it, anything in front of him. So he turns it around and then he's looking through his camera and he goes to the, back to like the front door of Kirby's house because he went around back drunk, wandered around the front. And he's looking at, through his phone, and he sees the door open, and it's the screen mask guy, and he stabs him. So I thought that was a kind of a good play on it, because, yeah, he thought something. He was going to see what happens behind him, but instead, it's in front of him. The same effect, yeah. but it just makes you... It's done a little bit more of a clever way. Yeah, and it was Charlie's house, so it was kind of like... But no, it wasn't. It was Sydney. It was uh, Kirby's house. Who's Kirby? Kirby's the girl. The, the ah. short hair. But she was in the house. 
What did he? It was her house. It was Kirby's house because Trevor comes over. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. I was so confused in that moment, and then I asked him, and he said it's Charlie's house, and I was like, Yeah, Charlie disappeared for like. I I didn't say that. So, um, so he died. Robbie is getting stabbed. And, uh, Not before he says, I'm gay, I'm gay. Oh yeah, because he has a theory that the only people that don't die in horror movies are gay. Which is not true. Uh, we watched inside two gays' yes. bodies. Two gay bodies? Two gay bodies. Yeah, like people that A die, couple. They're, they're not no, gay buddies. Not bodies, like body okay, like... Okay, you need to say corpse. that without an accent. Two, two gay corpses. Yeah, or, you know, there's... Gay couples, they're we just like their buddies. And I have to say, I don't know why, but it was a little more sad than regular people did. Oh. I don't know why. It broke my heart. I was like, no, they had such a beautiful couple there. Okay. When she killed the other one, I was like, no. All right, we're done with inside. You didn't even like it. What we've brought yeah, it up like fifteen like it. times now. Okay. So, the Sydney finally comes over to get Jill, and uh, she goes to leave with Jill, and then we see Robbie's bloody body walk up and die in front of them and then the killer's behind him they chase them into the house Sydney makes uh, Jill fake escape he opens the, she opens the window tells Jill to go into the bed and then she crawls out on the roof and she says let's just run go get help Jill and then uh, she's out on the roof so the killer goes around on the other side and they, uh, they fight on the rooftop briefly and uh, Sydney falls down to the, the ground after she's calling Deputy yeah. Dewey. Sheriff Dewey. Yeah. And so Sadie goes back into the house because Jill is still up there and she sees Kirby and then we're starting to suspect Kirby perhaps. Kirby takes her to the basement and then outside the glass window you see Charlie with blood on him trying to get That's in. That's when I wrote, I was right since the beginning. Yeah, yeah. and then... Uh, they won't let her in. City says, if you don't trust them, don't do it. And he's banging on it. He's like, it's not my blood. I found Robbie. And then uh, then we see the, the mask man show up behind, behind him. him. But, okay. but he doesn't stab him right away. He just kind of takes him and then puts him in a chair and ties him up. What movie was that? It was another scary movie? In the patio that he tells her, go to the patio. I don't know. It could yes, be it was the first scream, no? Okay, but with I a don't guy know. that's sitting there, and then you see like that's how scream started. Okay, no, it didn't start like that. With Drew Barrymore, and he tells her go to your patio, and she sees her boyfriend there. She's waiting for her boyfriend, and he sits on the patio, like, like just like uh, Charlie. Charlie, what is it? Just like he was sitting, like cuffed to the chair, can't move, trying to scream. And she's answering the wrong answers, and he kills him by like, he's just like, opening his. Like, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I saw the first. Yeah, screen. that's how it started. I don't remember her ask, having to answer trivia questions. But um, so he's there, and the phone is making Sydney, or excuse me, Kirby, answer a bunch of trivia questions, and she's really good at them. And so she she gets them right, and then the voice. The trivia stops. questions are horror movies questions. Yeah, and then so she goes outside when the voice stops, and begins to undo. And she tells Charlie. him, like, "You got the right the right answers. I got the right answers." And then guess what? He's stabbing her. Classic. 
Yeah. I wasn't surprised because I knew that he's the killer since the beginning. Yeah. Because I think that it's because I watched the first one so many times, so I'm like, I would never suspect that people that you should, like Trevor, was kind of like too easy. And yeah. He was like a side character a little bit, but still like he had that creepy look, creepy eyes. I wasn't sure what is like, uh, how do you call it? The motivation yeah to kill motivation motivation to kill but uh, in the first one it was classic because they're like we all getting crazy sometimes right sydney yeah i love that sentence so he goes in the house after sydney who is still wandering around there and uh comes up behind her puts a knife to her stabs her i believe he, he cuts her because she's a little bit beat up for a little while, and it kind of plays out the whole scenario. No, he, she busts him. She like hits him into the wall, and she tries to get away. And then another, because he wasn't in the screen mask. The screen mask comes out and stabs her in the stomach. And then the big reveal was Jill. I had some like I, I told Matt during the movie that she might be like part of it. She has like the mo the motivate the motivation. How do you call it? I don't know. Motive? The motive? Yeah. She has the motive to murder Jill? Is yeah. that to murder uh, I don't... Sydney? You might have said that to me after I was asleep, because I don't remember you saying no, that. No, I said that to this... Oh, yeah, I said it yesterday. Yeah, I said it yesterday, I think. Yeah, but but I felt like she's jealous of her cousin, or she... No, I said it today. She was like... She had something with her cousin. She, that's her cousin. She's the only one in the whole movie that has, like, any interaction with with Sydney and she would might have a reason to try to murder her. Well she mentioned earlier that she's like Sydney I barely know her. She's my famous cousin coming back to this Hillstown. So basically she goes through this whole scenario. It's very Marsha 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 about uh, the jealousy and the wanting to be famous and doesn't want to work. She just wants to have fans. And, yeah and that's the today, two thousand eleven. And guess what? It's getting That's worse. Seven years ago. <laughs> seven years ago. And it's getting worse. Be our fan. Be our fan. We don't want to murder for fans. Yeah. Now like us on all this. Sense. We have a fan here. Yeah. And so she, uh, thinking that Sydney is pretty much dead, she now goes about the process of framing Trevor, who is uh, in the corner or in the in the closets, take it out, duct taped, and so they. Uh, I wrote, I wrote, I had a note. I love that movie. It was my note. Yeah. I really had fun. Good note. I know. So, yeah, they're, it's Charlie and Jill. They're talking back and forth about how they're going to be the survivors. And uh, and so Jill is going to stab Charlie. Another classic scene of the first one. They took, like, only, like, the really good scenes. They didn't, like, they're memorable scenes. Like the one that Bobby and Matthew Lillard, I don't remember his name. You remember his name? No, his character's name? Yeah. No. Bobby, so Bobby needs to stab Matthew Lillard because they need to like fake they're yeah. almost dead. And it's, it's said like, okay, but don't, don't hurt me. He's like, okay, don't worry. And then he just like stab him in the stomach. He's like, and he starts to cry and I love that scene, I love that moment. Yeah, so he, so Charlie doesn't get stabbed in the stomach, she stabs him in the heart. Yeah. And that's a real and then another metaphorical stab. heartbreak. Yeah, she stabs him a few more times. 
And so then she uh, takes the knife out and runs into a mirror to get all cut up. She stabs herself in the shoulder. That was very brave of her. She goes through a glass coffee table. Yeah, and then I thought like she's gonna wake up so sore and the next day after that accident. Yeah, I thought maybe there was gonna be a big shard of glass that was gonna impale her and kill her. But um, that might have been too much of a bummer ending. Oh yeah. So No, the ending was so good. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, she gets taken out, the media's all over, starting to see her plan fall into place, she's getting all this attention, all this, what she wanted, and so at the hospital, Dewey is talking to Jill, she's all cut up, and, uh, yeah, she's just, very nice to her, your survivor, yeah. Yeah. job. And she says, well, maybe me and, uh, your wife can, we'll write a book about this together, we have, we have matching wounds, and he's like, yeah, okay, and then she's like, they... She makes, mentions that, like, you know, I wish that Sidney uh, could have seen this. And he's like, well, she might pull through. She's, it's touch and go, but she's in the ICU right now. So he leaves, so Dewey leaves. And then she's like, fuck that. Takes off our tubes. She needs to kill Sidney. She's got to finish the job. Yeah. And so Dewey goes over to talk to his wife. And he's like, you know, that Jill, she sure is a scamp. I and mean, she says, you guys have... She wants to write a book with you because you have matching wounds. And she's like, oh, she got stabbed in the shoulder too? Wait, how would she know I got stabbed in the shoulder? Oh my god. Dewey's and like, then, oh, yeah. oh, darn it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> and so he runs to Sydney's room, which is smart. He didn't run to Jill's room because Jill is already in Sydney's room. She jumps Getting on her, her bed. She must have just woken up from her being passed out. She wasn't in a coma, but she was in bad shape. And she's gets starting to get strangled by Jill and they're scuffling and fighting and then she hears Dewey yelling. And she says, Yeah, in the stitches and I'm like, No, not in the stitches Yeah, she's punching her in the stab and she steps on her in the stab wound. You got, got one stitch. No, it's two. It's one. It's two I have two stitches it's in one my stitch. I will show you. She did like I got two stitches in my chin after the the accident. And I mean, there are two sides to the story. And it's so like I, you just say str- like stitches, and I'm like, ah, no. Yeah, it's these terrible. are these are stomach wounds. Yeah, stitches. I think it's even worse. So, so Sydney is down. Ah. She's down on the ground off the count, and so Jill goes in the room and takes off a bedpan from a shelf. When Dewey comes in, bashes him in the head a few times with it, and then uh, she's about to. And she takes his gun. Yeah, she takes his gun. About to kill them both. And then I said, Gail is gonna... I said before that, that Gail is gonna save the day. She did. And she always did. She ends, she almost does. I I, I don't remember the second or the third one's ending, but the first one and the last one, she definitely saved the day. Yeah, so Gail comes in, and uh, she's Dewey in the ground, Sydney in the ground. Uh, Jill's pointing a gun at her. She goes, shows, goes to shoot her, but then jumping out of nowhere, because Dewey had radioed to come to her room, was uh, the blonde deputy, Deputy Judy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so she tackles Gail, gets her out of the way, saves the life, even though they were kind of not getting along earlier. And they, uh, she says, you got to get up. So she gets up and Jill shoots her. And then, uh, this is back and forth. Sydney is 
trying to come to fruition. She turns on the uh, paddles for the clear. How do you call it? Uh, it's. I'm drawing drawing a complete blank right now. Oh come on! But uh, medical electric paddles. Clear the clear machine. The clear machine. And um, so Gail gets up. I was like wondering, there are no doctors or nurses. In well, that they kind of they kind of say something funny about that. Like Judy says later on, she's like, "Where is everyone? <laughs> Why is it?" I mean, it's late at the hospital. I, I get it, but but no one, no nurses, no one. We didn't see any other character. Yeah, and um, so Gail asks, "Can I say one last word?" And she's like, "What do you want to say, please?" And she says, "No, clear." And then Sydney puts paddles on both sides of her head, and it, and uh, that, that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And so you think that classic, you think the killer's dead, but she grabs... And as Randy say, Randy was his name, right? In the first scream. Yeah. And it was like, and now the, the, the killer needs to wake up to the last scary scene. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> Well, she goes to get, like, a piece of glass... And of course, with nothing around it, because she's like inside the. She doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. She didn't on, watch the stepfather. Probably on painkillers, and so then uh, she goes up to do it, and then Judy, right, or is it Judy or Gail, shoots her and kills her. No, it was Gail, I think. Gail had the gun. Oh no, no, Judy. Yeah, Judy. Yeah. Who was like wasn't dead. She was revealing she had the uh, bulletproof vest ceramic, on. Ceramic shield. How do you call it? Bulletproof vest. Ceramic? It's not ceramic. It the is. The toilet is ceramic. We call it in Hebrew Okay, ceramic. you call it in Hebrew, but it's... I, I had that. It's super heavy. Okay. Was you not, have you ever worn that? Yes. I, I've, I've worn them for my career as a, <laughs> as a Hillsborough County Sheriff. Yeah. Oh my god. Pretty sure it's not made of ceramic, if you know what ceramics are like. That's a ceramic dwarf that we have there. Are you wearing that? Keramic. Okay, this is not the Hebrew lesson okay. show. The movie is over. The recap is done. <laughs> the movie have, is great. Watch have, the movie. We have one fucking show. One movie left. We're gonna make it. One more movie! Oh my god! We're gonna, we're gonna make it harder on ourselves because we're gonna watch on Halloween. We'll have the original Halloween. And the 2018 Halloween. Yeah, so we're going to watch the right. original one tonight. And he watched it already. I Years ago, yeah. I don't remember that I watched it. Okay. But he doesn't remember anything from his life, so yeah. it's going to be like the first time. Yeah. And then we're going to watch the movie in the cinema tomorrow. Yes, and um, we're not taking notes. That's our, that's our big prize for ourselves, our reward. But watch Scream 4, it's good. It makes me want to go watch the, the first three, or... Yeah, at definitely least the, the first, first one. Definitely the first two. I don't remember the details of the third one that much. But thanks for watching. Thanks for sticking out. If you've watched more than one of these... Press the subscribe. Stay with us. After Halloween, we're going to keep recap stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole idea of the channel. That's the name of the show. You just, like, got stuck with us all Halloween month every day. Yeah. So it's probably not going to be every, every day. But and follow us on SoundCloud because uh, we've just got a new follower. Yay! Thanks for following. Do like him. Thank you for following us. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.